Archie's uh, Bye Bye Black Sheep. All right, let's give it a shot. Excellent. I like the little signature bit you put on it. That was, of course, Bye Bye Black Sheep, because guess what? <laughs> we have a bye week for the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's what great. the hell is a bye week, cheese? Well, it's a new thing this year that each team gets, get, was a mandatory, was it three or four days off? No, they can't even have any contact with the team. Really? Like if, if, if Austin Matthews wanted to go and work out. Or in the olden days, if Phil Kessel wanted to go to the cafeteria, you can't even go into the building. He didn't go to the cafeteria. He went to the hot dogs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the thing. So they have. He was okay with all. There's a lot of hot dogs. They have to stay away from the, from the organization completely. So it's kind of neat. It's kind of it sucks for fantasy hockey though. But in in real life hockey, it's good. Because if you got a lot, if you load it up on one team, you're then you know you got a week where you're going to get your ass kicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you've got goalies. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's ironic because we took a little bit of a buy month for the new leaf but we're back uh sorry i was off uh, uh, in in the land of florida doing some scouting interesting though yeah. there was a lot of i was in tampa bay actually and there was a lot of bolts signs everywhere people there really like it even mm-hmm. though they you can get tickets for like five bucks pretty cool either it's also w- that time right now between um baseball you know the regular season football's over. It's a good window now for the NHL to kind of, you know, it's a good time. It's a good time for the for the All Star game. It's a good time for all that kind of stuff. Hey, so hopefully, especially in the states, it's a good time to go ramp yeah. it up a little. What do you think of the All Star game? Are you a fan? Um, not I don't know, not really. I used to like it when I was a kid, but I used to like a lot of things when I was a kid. My kids love the All Star game. Yeah. I like the All Star game because I think because I'm a new fan. Yeah. That's when I, that's how you could see all the stars. But remember there was a period where we're at the All-Star game where um, it was, it was like an exhibition game. It used to be, it used to be a serious game. Guys used to play hard and sometimes they'd even scrap. There's a great picture of Mike Shakey Walton and Gordie Howe dropping the gloves in, I think it's 1973 in Maple Leaf Gardens at the All-Star game and they were just hammering the crap out of each other. And then there was that period where nobody would touch each other and it was just like a crucifixion for the goalies. It was horrible. Yeah. So I really like the way they've spruced it up now and now it's show, showcasing the individual talents and things like this because, because the game itself is a joke. So you might as well focus on everything else. Yeah. yeah. Well, they also, I think they, they've made it interesting with the, the, the format, the three-on-three three or whatever. Big time. And, um, yeah, so I, I, I still like it. I think it's a great time. Yeah. I think it's good. Do you think, do you think that Lou will let Austin go to the... It's a tough one. I think so. I, I based on based on, on on history, you think he might not, but I think he has to. Why not? Really? Yeah. No, I think I think they've done really well with with him so far in terms of sheltering him from unnecessary, useless garbage. And uh, but I think this is huge. He's, also, he's the only kid, first kid from Arizona to play in the NHL. Yeah, he all this kind of stuff. He has to play hockey, and also it's also just great. It's good for the Leafs. You know, it's good to get their guys out there. Yep. Um, I think he'll go for sure. And uh, you might see Marner there as well. Will, there, will they be able to have two people? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the rule is you have to have one from each team, but you can have multiples. Oh, wow. That would be very cool yeah. to have two guys there. Last last year, what, it was Uncle Leo. Uncle Leo. That tells <laughs> you the state of that team. <laughs> eh? sent, oh, that's so sad. Anyway, what have you been thinking of the Leafs lately? Well, they're doing uh, – I'm really impressed with the other kids now, Connor Brown. 
yeah, and the uh, even wave. even the crusher Hyman, he's been great. Oh my God, Hyman has been busting through those those <laughs> the blue line. There's no walls that like can crazy. Keep so him here's the deal, right? So yeah. w- explain to me, like I, I, I from what I surmise, he's 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 like a uh, c- coach. What do you call him? The bab bab the cock the cock yeah. His thing is he keeps him on on Matthew's line, right? Mm-hmm. He he creates open spa- open ice, right? Yeah. By just crashing in there, grinding in the corners, getting those getting to the pucks first. Just yeah. Do you see him hit Price? Yeah, absolutely. That was insane. Yeah. Was he a bad boy for doing that? Not really. He, he not got really. Kinda, not really. He got kind of angled in. Yeah. He can always make a bit of an effort. There, I've seen worse. Obviously, you've seen yeah. worse. But Price did did not seem impressed. Yeah. But he didn't exactly attack. Like no, nope, and Price would attack. He didn't hit him with a blocker. Yeah. We've seen that before. So okay. yeah, Price has no problem doing that. I didn't think it was that bad. So Hyman, they got Hyman for nothing. They got yeah. Hyman and Zaitsev for nothing, eh? And Zaitsev was a star of the KHL too. So that's yeah. crazy how they just got him. That's great. So Hyman, I I think he's great. I mean, he's grinding like crazy. But it also goes to show you how good uh, Matthews is, though. Because yeah. he's making those two guys just they're phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we went, we went to a couple of Marley's games last year. Sorry, yeah. a few. Yeah. We got to see the kids play, and you would never have expected this kind of thing. No way. I do not. Like Hyman was okay, but yeah. he was not. And Brown had you know maybe two shifts a game. He'd be great, and other times he'd just be invisible. That's but, right. But uh, every shift they're awesome. Yeah. No, it's been pretty damn fun to watch. Um, downtown Connor Brown. Downtown Connor Brown, and also um, the goat. Yeah. Remember, uh, Will was on our podcast just mm-hmm. a few weeks ago talking mm-hmm. about how we got to see Freddie Goche play. Yeah. And how he was like, you know, a little bit concerned. But now Goche has, 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 has made the roster. He's kicked Ben Smith off, basically. Mm-hmm. His his possession numbers are good. He's yeah. doing, he's stepped up. Ben Smith, I mean, Ben Smith, I know why they brought him in. Face-off guy. Yeah, I understand why they do that. It was, uh, but now you're seeing Matthews closing out games. Now you're seeing the kids do it. So, yeah, there's. No need for no him. No need for him. He's so just going to get can, in the way. You can bring the goat. What do you think of the goat, um, the fight? With the scrap? thought it was oh, great. my God. I mean, it, he's a big kid. When he's, they drafted him, too, you know, it was like he was big, but he was skinny. And what are they thinking and the whole bit? So, But you look at the future of that team, and there's no way that he's going to be a number one center. Because when they drafted him, there was talk, oh, maybe this is the center of the future, a big up the middle kid, blah, blah, blah. But now you've got Matthews, you can do that. So if you have a guy who's 6'5 and who's willing to drop the gloves and get in there, this is an invaluable asset. He's your, fourth, he's your fourth line center, right? Oh, he's no, no. I, I think he wouldn't be fourth line. No, Third? no, no. But oh, isn't yeah. your fourth line? Fourth line's just the, the guys the, who play, you know, grinders, like eight the, minutes, eight minutes a night or something. So so you want him like with Martin? You'd want to be him on that third and, line. Because he can also score, Uncle too, Leo. though, on the third line. Martin, oh, okay. Martin doesn't deserve that. No. Martin but, does his role well, but he doesn't deserve but, top nine play. But he had a he had they they did some pretty cool stuff in uh, in New York Islanders right with Clutterbuck and Martin and uh, I can't remember who else was on the line. And, oh, uh, Zizek, I don't know. It also Zizekas. goes back to the whole thing Zizekas. with when they had Domi as an offensive player. Uh huh. You know what? they had Domi as that. a I don't top know. six. I don't even know what that was all about. Okay, yeah, because well, he got his twenty goals the one year. Um. But it was ridiculous. Are you talking about they, Max Domi? No, I'm talking about Ty Domi, yes. And they had him up as a top six forward. And when you're a top six forward in the NHL, you're going to get points, whether it's going to be off your arse or you're going to get a lucky pass to somebody obviously way better than you. And I think it's the same thing with Martin. Martin, but the cock's not going to allow that. You have a role, that's what you're going to do. There's no way that Domi plays top six minutes with the cock at the helm. No way. Not a chance. Mm, not a chance. Cool. Here's, your, here's your job. That's your role. Hmm. 
Well, and, and and this is this is it's it's also this leaf is about this leaf team is about speed, right? Big time. So I guess like you got to also you also is is he fast? Is Mark is Mark no, fast? Not really. Is, is he's, he's not your average goon. Like he's a better hockey, but any any there aren't really any goons left in the league anymore. No, but he's as close to it as you'll get. Well, it's still nice to have some some fighters. And when I he, saw no, that he's needed. Mon- I'm just I'm just justifying Montreal him. Scrap, I was just like yes. him not getting top nine minutes. That's great. So so um so w- what happened? I guess was uh was was that he that Martin Martin was going after that little guy, uh, that little Canadian uh, Freeland or whatever, right? And then and then the other Canadian, the go- Canadian goon, stepped in to fight Martin. And then, Karen. and then the other, yeah. And then the that's other, another, that's another kid too. Who's been, might, might have a very similar, sorry to interrupt you, but a career mm-hmm. path like Gauthier. Cause McCarran, I think was a first round, a first rounder of the, of the Habs. And he's a big kid too. Six, five, two, I think. Yeah. But he's willing to do this kind of stuff now. Uh, so these are guys that were stars offensively in the juniors, but, you know, but he's got Galchenyuk ahead of him. So he's not going to be that number one center that they need. So if he's willing to do that kind of thing too, it's great to see. Yeah, young guys that can drop a men's crap. But anyway, yeah. So, well, either way, that was just pretty awesome. Holy smokes! Although, you know what? I gotta say, I gotta tell you something, Jeez, I hate the Haps. Hate them. That's good. I cannot stand them. And I know my my uh, father-in-law. You know, was a big Montreal. He grew up in Montreal. Big fan. And what does he have to say about the Leafs? He got he got autographs from like the Rock. He got the Rockets Mm -hmm. autograph. He got all the guys autographs. He like he was into it. But and you know. Smith, my son, loves uh, Carey Price. He's, mm-hmm. His favorite team is the Habs. Uh, my 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 dad watched the Habs because we grew up in Montreal. That's I grew right. up in Montreal. I should be a Habs fan. Yeah, but I you weren't into hockey then. Them. Yeah. And what the? Why can't the Leafs beat them in the? Yeah, it's the whole thing. Same with like the Boston thing. There's just certain Mindset? teams that the Leafs can't beat yet. Wow, and I think it's a new generation, and that'll end. Like this is a new generation Leafs, and the whole thing's going to change. This is only a matter of, you know, the next game or two. This is going to flip. But there's also there's that mental there's that mental block when guys walk into those old those old uh, old franchises and they walk into the crowds, and especially Montreal and stuff. It's intimidating. Yeah, I suppose. and looking at that, you know, looking at Carey Price, looking at Jan, seeing that it's it's tough for these guys. Um, the Boston one though, in the Kessel area with the Leafs when they lost that series in the Game Seven, like you, I, I just, I knew they were going. Even when they were up four one, I knew they weren't going to win. They didn't have you could see the, the style change. They started to get nervous. Uh-huh. They couldn't believe they didn't believe this was happening to them, and it showed. And bang, bang, bang. Hmm. Do you think that? Um, but it is interesting how some teams own the others, though. Do you think that's a uh, a thing about not having any veterans on the Leafs? I mean, but at this stage of the game, who cares? Who cares? You know who I mean, cares? it's 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 the slate's been cleaned. This is a new thing, you know. And if you if you and that was an entertaining game, that was a really it fun was game to good watch. Game. Oh my yeah. god! So let's let's take that as a as a moral victory. Plus, we have well. been winning a few too many games lately. Yeah. In fact, they even found themselves in a friggin' playoff mm-hmm. spot. What is it? Because the Atlantic is such a shit division. Yeah, it's part of it. There's a lot of mediocrity there. Like, there's no chance at a wild card. The only chance is to be one of the top three in the Atlantic, right? Because the Metro is stacked. Yeah, yeah, but I think you're gonna see you're gonna see uh, <clears throat> things level out in the second half. Okay. I think Columbus had their run. Right. They had an awesome run. That they must, was fantastic. They must be running out of cannonballs. Yeah, big time. You know, Cam Atkinson is, is he's is, wicked. He's unbelievable this year. But I, I is this gonna last the whole year? No, I don't know. Hey, you know what? Uh, a lot of people say 
speaking of Columbus, a lot of people say that the Leafs have backup goalie issues. They say, like, they, you know, Bebo's going back down to the, the Marlies now, and they brought... Well, Bebo uh, has to play. There's no point in him Bebo being Bebo was there. He played, yeah. he's, what, 50, uh, five, batting 500 right now? But he, um, he, uh, he's back now. They've, 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 they've loaned him to the Marlies, yeah. and now Enroth is back up. So people are saying, okay, Freddie Anderson's been playing great. I think yeah. he's been playing so... I'm so impressed. Yeah. However, they say that we've got uh, backup goalie problems, so... You know, um, the the Columbus Blue Jackets put Curtis McElhinney. Yeah, McElhinney. 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 That's how you say that guy's yeah. name. How oh, weird! <laughs> Irish people are weird. It's all right. Uh, uh, Curtis. Uh, so Curtis McElhinney. <laughs> and they brought up the kid. I know. I saw that they put him on waivers. So, oh, the kid is great. I had him in the pool last year for yeah. a bit. Corpusalo, is that it? No, no, Soros, Soros, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but they guy. also brought up. They also going to give. Yeah, Jones but he's Corpusalo. no, he's not out of the picture. He's there's a different guy now. Oh, either way. Oh, you're talking about the guy from. You're talking. Who are we talking? Blue Jackets. About? Blue Jackets. Yeah, sorry, I was talking. I was thinking Nashville for some reason. Oh. Nashville just did that. They got rid of their backup as well and brought up the kid. Uh, well, either way, what I'm yeah. saying is the Leafs. Do they do they acquire a backup goalie? Do they get Curtis McElhinney or whatever you say? No, I, I don't. I just don't see the point. I think it's the least 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 of your worries. Just chill? Absolutely. Netflix and chill? Yeah. It's like like if you're going to Mandarin and they're out of ketchup. It's like, okay, it's not perfect, but I'm I'm not going to miss it. That would be my way of looking at it. It's it's the least of their worries. Oh, really? Yeah. And if you know, bring, what's his name? Sparks. What's he doing? Bring him up for a couple of weeks. Rotate the kids. Let them all get a taste of something. Yeah, I don't know. But I wouldn't uh, wouldn't bat an eye over it. eh? I don't know why. And what happened to... um, who do the Leafs have with them? The guy who used to play for... Uh... Cariamo? Yeah. Cariamo. Yeah. What happened to him? Nothing. He's still, apparently still... Still with the Marlies? Just kicking around, yeah. yeah. He's still... No, he's not with the Marlies. He just practices with the Leafs. Yeah, I, I thought... I know, I know he wasn't playing with the Marlies, but I thought he was practicing with them too. Maybe he Maybe. is just doing both. Maybe, but still he's available. And yeah. then and then um, guess who else is available? The Monster. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, what's Shocking. his name? Edmonton just put yeah. him on waivers. We could get the. Didn't he play for the Leafs? Oh, he, that's where he got his nickname. He was brought over. Why? Brian Burke brought him over from Sweden. Four years. And he was given the name the nickname before he ever played a game in the NHL. The, the monster's coming. The monster. So how how um. He was like the, the Loch Ness monster. Because no, he was never there. He was never the, really. When, when someone really was there. shooting. Yeah. <laughs> when you went to go see him. <laughs> <laughs> when there was a puck in front of the net, you couldn't yeah, he find just him. Disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, So you said you were watching um, the um, uh, World Juniors, right? The Juniors, yeah, that was a great, uh, a great display. Do we have anything to salivate over? Well, we can go with uh, Wall, the goalie. He's a prospect. We have a goalie prospect. Yeah. Yeah. Wall. His name is Wall. W O W O W. Like, uh, let me just bring up the old stats here for you. Well, where's he from? What kind of name is Wall? There he is. What a name, Joseph for, Wall. What a name for a goalie, the Wall. Yeah, I know. Oh, he's another. So he's American. American guy. Yeah. What's with all these Americans on the Leafs? He was a third round choice of the Leafs in 2016, 2016, and uh, he's now the Leafs' top goaltending prospect. Yeah, six foot four, two hundred pounds. Well, it's nice to have a goaltending prospect, I suppose. Yeah. But who knows? That could shape. But goaltending prospects seem to be the shakiest. Oh, you never know. Prospects in the world. You could ask uh, John Ferguson Jr. about that. He wrote the book on that one. 
Literally, who's well? Remember that. Well, this oh. is, I guess, this is before. Tell your me time. the story. It's story time with cheese. Well, there was a time not too long ago where the leagues were stacked with young goalie prospects. They were the envy of the league, and they had two. How long ago? Are you talking like um, we're, we got? We got. We're talking Rask time. Yeah, when Rask and Pogi were both in the Leaf system, and Rask was uh, overseas, and uh, Pogi was playing for the Marlies. Pogi was playing well. Both kids were drafted. This is great. Okay, goalies of the future. And, uh, yeah, so Ferguson gets the idea that, oh, no, we need a goalie now. We need somebody to win now, you know. And this is the problem with, with the Leafs over the years where GMs would just make trades to save their jobs. They would just do the, you know, the quick fix every goddamn time. So this was one of the worst. So, they, so yeah, Ferguson traded uh, Tukarask to Boston for Andrew Raycroft. Now, Raycroft, I think he won the Rookie of the Year when he came in, first of all, and then he kind of shat the bet after that. Um, still a young guy, had a one good, decent year under his belt, and uh, so they pulled the trigger on that trade. The story that I hear is that when Boston received that call, that they uh, they had to call over to Europe to figure out if, if Tuca had some sort of hidden injury that they didn't know about because they couldn't understand how Ferguson was making this offer. <laughs> so, yeah, so they made that trade. Raycroft came here, was was brutal. And then, uh, and Pogi turned out to be a, a complete nutter bust. Yeah. I, I don't even know who that is. Justin Pogi. Yeah, it was horrible. So, like, you had, uh, you know, two shiny apples, and he bit into the one with the worm. Uh, yeah, I guess you never know, though. I mean, a lot, of, it seems like prospects for goalies, you never know. Like, geez. But, but you also, they're also one of those things, you don't rush it. You know, yeah, what are you doing trading a top pick if he's, you know, 20 years old? Like, the thing with, with the Bruins now with Malcolm Subban, is uh, they've given him a few chances. He's been up a few times, and he's just, every time he sucks. And now he's not a kid anymore. He's getting up there. So maybe it's time for them to pull the plug on him. But until you see what the kid can do and give him a couple of years in your system, you're crazy. Hmm. Yeah, you always get worried when you see goalies get traded, young goalies. So we got a guy named Wall. Yeah. That's a pretty good name for a goalie, I got to say. Uh, Lettinen could be the worst name for a goalie. <laughs> let him in. Let him in. <laughs> he let him in. Yeah, and, and then, then Bracco, of course. That was the other guy. And so, Jeremy yeah, Bracco. Bracco. He had a bit of a coming out party. You know, what's the guy's story? How, how far Second away round of the 2015 draft. He's from Freeport, New York. He went to Boston College. He's set for Boston College. Um, what does he play? Oh, no, look at this. So he committed to Boston College. However, five games into his collegiate career, he had a change of heart. So uh, where is it now? Yeah, so he's going back to uh, – he, he left Cali? school to go back to the, to the league. What, to play junior the, hockey. Oh, OHL? Yeah. Um, what position does he play? He is – where is he? I know he's a winger, but which one is he? So this guy's 2015. That's a while ago. Well, what are they, 18? So what's he going to be turning 20 this year? Well, I just mean like in last year's draft, we had the the guys playing already. Yeah, because uh, he gets a nice comparison here to Mitch Marner, Mitch one of the uh, one of the scouts. Doesn't have the same same skill level, but his. Uh, Puck abilities and his skating skills are fantastic. And he was he was a noticeable player out there, though. He had a lot of energy. And do we have anything? Well, that's that's great. Another offensive weapon. What about um, defense? Do we got any defense? No, there was nothing. 
Really? Nothing worth talking worth talking about here. Yeah. Well, look, if we're gonna go to the playoffs this year, we're gonna need some defensemen. I think. Is 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 this just like sort of like a, a just kind of for fun? Like we're hoping to sort of not go to the playoffs. I hope. Mm. Well, I don't know. I, you can't you can't stop the momentum. Do you think Coach Babcock probably wants to go to the playoffs? Of course he does. But it would be great. Absolutely. It would be a good experience to get knocked out in the great. first round. Well, that's right? the thing now. Like, and and the the draft coming up, they're all saying that it's not the deepest draft, or there isn't any like marquee caliber talent at the top. Plus, they got the Golden Knights. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be fun. That's going to be a fun one. The Leafs. I mean, the Leafs are in a great position for that. You Just mean for, the, was it first year players, first second year players can't be touched. Prospects oh. can't be touched. Who are they going to um, get? Roman Polak. Any of those guys are Hunwick. They'll, they'll dangle people like that. I like right? how they're calling Hunwick and Polak Hunlack. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> it's great. Everybody wants to get rid of Hunlack. Hunlack. They, they seem to be the scapegoat for anything. Anything yeah. foul. But they're they they're needed though. They're needed on that team. I think so. Too. And it's what what one thing I was gonna I was gonna mention too. If you're looking at the just leaf stats, one stat that jumped out at me that I I find it's just phenomenal is uh, Jake Gardner is a plus eight. On the season. Which is something you never would have thought you'd hear about Jake Gardner. You, and now, part of that um, is apparently he's not playing up against the top pairings. Oh, no, he's being he's being sheltered. Yeah. But at the same time, do you remember, like, his growing pains, um, the amount of giveaways and right, sloppy right. turnovers, Fuck. his defensive work was just Every horrible. T- he would clear the puck in front of the, his own net all the time. Always. So he's, yeah, he's oh. leading the le- leading the Leafs with a, with a plus eight. Oh, it's interesting. I mean, I think that um, it's it's part and parcel that 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 um, that he's being sheltered, but it's also that that Babcockian leaf philosophy that get it the fuck out of your zone. Exactly. And so, so he doesn't have that much to worry about because it's always and he's perfect for that. And he, that's that's his game. That's his game. So it's like as long as it's not as long as you're battling in the zone. You're okay, but obviously, like when they are battling in their zone, shit happens. And usually, when that happens, it's the top pairings, right? Yeah. So then, you know, that's when. Well, that's what tells you. I mean, the cock Morgan and Zaitsev the, the, are getting the. Beats. I mean, we, we heard from the troll when they when they signed the cock. Oh, the coach isn't going to make that that much of a difference. Blah blah blah. I remember going on about it, and you're seeing his like his his fingerprints all over this team. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, I think it's pretty good. It's pretty interesting. I mean, also. Like you're playing with house money, right? It doesn't matter. You really, yeah. what you really want to do is come in last. Yeah. So it's fine. And it's great. To, and, uh, you know, back to that old, um, it's a fuck you to the fans to have all these young kids on and, and send all that. What a joke. It's not a fuck you to the fans whatsoever. Like no. it's, it's the most exciting thing you could possibly do. Would it, wouldn't it be more of a fuck you to the fans to have all these like shitty veterans? Absolutely. I was just thinking that like bringing in the Jason Allison's at the end of their careers or the Lindrosses, bringing up the guys that are washed up and have some marquee value. Books like, and, yeah. uh, no, and all those old, old guys, like I, I can't imagine that would be more exciting than to see these young guys even. No, the, but that's also coming from their lose. perspective of, of, uh, of a Habs fan. But so I don't get the logic at all. Well, the logic is that the Leafs for since 1967 basically have shown almost an intentional uh, oh. wanting to fuck up the team. The Leafs have been around since 1967. There you go. So, so this is this is a thing where where the Leafs have been so bad traditionally, so bad, and then they would get worse. Okay. And then so. there'd be a glimmer of hope, and then they'd fuck that up, and then they draft like. 
the Pearsons when they did that era, when they were just drafting these kids. What are you doing? Just so was last year a tank. Well, I don't know if you call it a tank. I think the, I think the year before was even worse to me. But but like a purpose tank. No, I don't think you can call it that. No, they kind of tried, I guess. Yeah. And 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 Buffalo. It was kind. it was Buffalo it was a tank. tank in, it was a tank right? in the sense that. Would you agree the Buffalo tank? Yes, that's different. Buffalo went out of their way. Yeah. To tank. Leafs never did that. No, but the Leafs the Leafs had to shed the skin and and grow the new one, and this is how they had to do it. So, I don't think they tanked. They had they did what they had to do, but Buffalo tank. And Buffalo got uh, got fit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hockey guys. Oh, we wanted Jack Eichel. No, of course he did. Although he's a pretty good player. Yeah. No, they fired Ted Nolan after all the that's, great work he did. That now. sucks. Jack Ted Isis. Nolan rules. Yeah, and he deserved a chance to, you know, to, to, to coach a number one guy. I mean, who knows? Maybe they would have gotten McDavid if they had played their uh, moral cards right. Yeah, exactly. The hockey gods, as they say. Yeah. Uh, who do you think has the worst beard in the NHL? I'm getting sick of Thornton's. Yeah, me too. Jake Muzzin, I, we're seeing on the TV right now. He looks like an Amish. And Burns, pervert. Burns, the other day was doing an interview and he had some spit uh, <sighs> collected in his beard and stuff. So it's a bit much. It's like, yeah, I, don't, I get it. Like Patrick Eves has a good one, and he, but he, he oh, keeps. I don't, his is trimmed. it the gray one? No, no, no. Oh, he's got gray hair, but, but he's uh, got a thick, a thick brown one. But yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's starting well maintained. Look, it's starting to look like the Golden Globes out there yeah. on the ice. <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay, so um, who proposes? Who who? Uh, I can't say that proposes. I guess that's a word. Who proposes the biggest threat to the Leafs getting into the playoffs? Who poses the biggest threat? Poses, not proposes. Well, I'll propose. I'll propose I'll, a couple of poses. Okay. Ew, gross. What poses do you want? Are you going to propose? Well, I think you got to look at Tampa for sure. I think Tampa's going to make their run. Um, I think Washington's obviously going to make their run. Well, Washington is another. But I mean, there's there's been such a there's been such an influx, a dance, one might say. Um, once you once you get past like New York, um, and Pittsburgh and stuff, then you've got like a little a little jungle of teams. So they've been going. Uh, they got to deal with Detroit. Uh, I don't think Ottawa, you have to deal with Detroit. I think Boston. Detroit's done. Yeah. I personally think yeah. I've been watching them a lot this year. Hey, did you check catch that winter outdoor game? Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, right? that was great. It's good. It was funny. Our friend Will, our Marley's expert, because um, we're in a fantasy uh, pool together. We all are, and, and uh, he picked up the Detroit goalie for the on the premise that oh, there's uh, these games are always low scoring. What's his name? Kabuli or what was it? Coro. Coro. Yeah, these games are always low scoring. Oh, I picked him up, and of course it was a it was a it was a fireworks show. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah, great it was game. Really good. Great game to see. Well, here comes the bibs. I mean, not until like. I think it was started off pretty slow, didn't it? Yeah. But anyway, so I think Philly. Philly is uh, obviously there. Toronto, Florida. I think Florida's in a lot of trouble. I think Florida, that's another situation where the the hockey gods have said, okay, you know what? This is awful. You guys were wheeling and dealing. Well, they fire Gallant, which is ridiculous. And they, well, before that, they let go of Talon. And then they go to Talon. Hey, can can you come in and fix what we completely fucked up, what you already established? They won their division. They've only made the playoffs four times in their history. Yeah, ridiculous. That was one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, so Tampa. But um, Huberto's coming back. Yep. I still don't. I don't know if that's enough, man. Barkov still has to come back. You never know. I mean, it's still bunged up enough that they could make their run. But but it is so close still. I still think Buffalo's going to be better. Everybody, I, that's what you think. But uh, 
And the Islanders, too. I mean, they should Ooh. be better. That's ridiculous. They should be better. I don't think they should have got rid of a Pozo. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Money, 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 money. Um, okay. What about um, Friday? So the next time the Leafs play, they're going to play the Rangers. Are they going to get destroyed? That's going to be a good game to watch, actually. Yeah. I, I think I might go to the game. There's a game in February where the Leafs are going to play the Rangers, I think, I don't know, mid-February. That's the game I think I'm choosing to go to next. Okay. I'm going to try to, you know, sneak in after the first period. Absolutely. You want to come? Uh, well, I, you know I'm going to Europe. I'm on a scouting oh, trip. Right. Yeah, I'm on yeah. a scouting trip to Europe. <laughs> you can watch some weird Swiss teams play or something. Yeah, but what's good about the games, too, is they, uh, usually after gigs is when they come on. Um. What about... Uh, but in terms of uh, getting killed by the Rangers... Yeah. Um, it's speed versus speed, right? It's also... But they've, that's a team that that's got, got, got a great mix of young guys and veterans. The yeah. Rangers are a great example of that. And Vigneault's a great coach. I used to hate the Rangers, and now yeah. I think I love the Rangers. Well, I think I think not having Sather around and not ha- getting past all that, I think, is good. You know? Because he was another guy. Because they were a team that would just spend to fix... Yeah. Sure, That's it. New York, right? Yeah. And and people get sick of that. But now with the new NHL and the parody and the whole bit, it's good to see. But to see a guy like Vessi and to see the player he's he's playing, and Kreider's having a great year. Mm-hmm. Uh, McDonough, I mean the Habs. Remember the Habs gave, what was it? they traded McDonough to the Rangers for Gomez. Wasn't that the deal? What? Yeah. Oh, my God. I like Scott Gomez for sure, but. Wasn't that, the, I may, I, maybe I'm wrong about that. You must what? be wrong. Wasn't he a New Jersey player? Yeah, but the let me find out about this now because I just I said know. it with confidence and now he's, I'm scared. He's played. A, he's played on a few teams. <laughs> the thing about the Rangers is that, like, I feel like, um, as you say, they were kind of like, you know, the Yankees, uh, uh, where they were just able to buy themselves. But then things became, and then they they did it, you know, the 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 real way, and they were able to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's kind of like the Blackhawks, like. Even though they they sort of they won Stanley Cups, they were and then they had to trade their hot, their their big chips. They're still able to get the young guys. Like, yeah. It's so exciting. So you kind of have to respect that. Well, that's where the scouting comes in. Mm-hmm. Scouting, drafting the right guys, scouting, and then with 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 the Hawks, you can see it every two or three years. They just do a movement, and they'll sign those bridge those bridge deals to guys and other and other guys. They get the long term ones too. It's amazing. But if you look at that team and you break down who you're going to have, who gives a shit who you surround them with? That's what's amazing about that team. Like it's, you just have your core, right? You have your core guys, your core five, five, six, seven dudes. And then, okay, let's build around that. You got Crawford, Net, Keith, Taves. Seabrook. Uh, yeah, it's incredible. Kane. I guess. Yeah, here's the one. And there, look, gonna... speaking of, uh, a former Chicago Blackhawk just scored. Sharpie. Another one, people are, oh, how are they going to replace him? Yeah. Pretty easily. Yeah. The bread man, Panarin. <laughs> the bread man. Okay, here's, I, I'm, I'm, I, I look up the Sorry, we're just list. taking a momentary pause while Cheese checks the stats. <laughs> just trying to see the thing with this uh, Scott Gomez trade. This might not have been the most exciting podcast, but it's a very mellow podcast. It's the first it's nice one of the year. We're getting back to. into the, uh, yeah. Getting back into the swing of things. The yeah, this is the trade. <clears throat> this is the trade. And right, this is on uh, MontrealBlog.com. They're ranking the worst uh, Habs trades. And this comes in at number five. <laughs> and it was Montreal trades Chris Higgins 
Ryan fucking McDonough, according to this reporter, Pavel Valentenko, and Doug Yannick for Scott Gomez, Tom Pyatt, and Mike Busto. And Mike Busto apparently really lived up to his name. He was he's a, ever heard of that guy. He was a total Mike, that guy. So, and McDonough went on to be now their number one defenseman in New York and their captain. Yeah. Captain of the Rangers. And know. pretty much the and, blue uh, that holds all that shit together. Yeah, it's amazing. That was Bob Gainey who made that trade. What's the worst? Uh, what's the, just out of interest? What's the worst trade in Hab history? Oh, well, Montreal trades Patrick Watt. Oh. Hey, is Placanic going to be up as a, a free agent? Bah. Not that that matters. Yeah. Da, da, da. I don't know what his deal is. Probably. Man, I don't no. see. I couldn't see the Hawks having him for a long-term thing. No one. He had a good run though. Beginning of the season, he was the hottest guy. No one can wear a turtleneck like that guy. <laughs> All right, uh, and to kind of wrap this up, I guess uh, I want to ask you about um, the Calder. Yep. Austin Matthews. Well, I mean, now that Patrick Lina is is sidelined. Yeah. But still, Matthews is ahead of him in points, scoring. I think I don't. I don't know. Agreed. I think, but I think my point was up until then it was a two. It was a two horse race. Sure, I suppose. Well, what about uh, Wierenski? I think Wierenski. No D. Wierenski. No D for the Calder. Well, <coughs> this in this um, in this day and age, if a young defenseman can step in and do like like what Klingberg did the other the other year, like if they he can come in and be that kind of a force that they young, don't it's incredible. vote for defensemen in the Calder. But um, I think uh, not that they're valuable. Sure, but they don't get the votes. And as I say, I think Columbus has had their run. I think they're going to even out. But um, with Lina getting hurt, um, it's Matthews at this point to to lose. Yeah. Do you do you think that in a few years, when uh, I don't know how many years, three, four, when the Leafs go on their Stanley Cup winning streak, mm-hmm. is it going to bug you that the first guy to hoist the Stanley Cup in the air is American? It doesn't make a difference to me. No? No. You don't have that little nationalistic twinge nope. of like, God damn it, the nope. Leafs, the, the guy to finally, finally turn the Leafs around, the poor Leafs, is American? Well, did you cry when uh, when the Jays won the Ser- World Series in 1992, 1993, and there was, you know, the trophy wasn't handed to a Canadian? I think the only Canadian on that team might have been Rob Ducey. If I'm not, you know, he might have been the 85th guy in line to get that, get his hands on the cup. So things like that. Sports has become so business yeah, oriented. Uh, baseball that, isn't exactly. You can't even look at it like that. Hockey, Canadian difference. What you should be proud of is that uh, he was a draft pick. That's the part that I would take proud. If I'm a Leaf fan, that would be the part that I, I don't care where he's from. But he was picked by the Leafs, developed by the Leafs, and nurtured by the Leafs, and that would mean more than where he's from. I like the way you, that's yeah. a great point. Good. Okay. I feel well, if you're a leaf nation, that should be your nationalistic view. You can't be looking at where, what his passport says. Cause that's also unfair. Better. That's a Don Cherry way of looking at things. And with all respect to him, that's, 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 uh, that's, uh, you know, that's antiques. No, I know. I mean, I, you, let's just, let's just, let's just face it. I mean, it's not about Canada or America at this point We're no. we're a continent, right? Well, you're just you're 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 just it's it's hockey. It's, it's the hockey, hockey world, and if you can assemble the best guys from the hockey world, so be it. When uh, <clears throat> Pavel Bure played for uh, played for Vancouver, like there was, I don't think there's been an athlete as loved as him since since he played in Vancouver. Everyone loved. Who gives a shit if he was Russian? 
Oh, he's not Canadian? There you go. See? Oh. Yeah, so things like that. Team Mussolini's Canadian. Yeah, he plays like it. <laughs> yeah, he was something, man. What a great what a great uh, ambassador for the game. Yeah. Okay, well, great. Jeez, you convinced me. And I guess we can end the podcast if you want. Any, anything else to... Not really, although around the corner from my house, they opened up that Bob's, uh, the Bab Socks store. What's that? They have a socks. Somebody came up with this idea. They're selling <laughs> socks with Mike, Mike Babcock on them. And, and it's they a call store it Bab Socks. And they actually have selling... a storefront across the street. So it's just all they sell in the store it is socks. It just has Bab Socks with a really poorly painted picture of the cock on the front. Mm, well, I was going to say that's a terrible idea, but I got to go out and get some. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Till next week. Yeah, right.